Welcome to the new episode of Express Yourself, episode 5. I am glad you guys are tuning in and and subscribing to this. I hope you guys are enjoying this as much as I am. Big show today on the 5th installment of this show. Big 10 football will be discussed. I am an Ohio State junkie. And I know there's going to be a lot of Michigan fans, Michigan State fans, listening in to the show. Also, NFL Week 6, how did your team do? There's a lot of reaction from me, from a lot of games, and a lot of teams. And I must switch up a little bit on this one team. And then the ALCS and LCS, we have our Real Series matchup in... Probably by next Monday, we'll have our Real Series champion. So, my prediction on that, and also my take on the Game 7s, because there's a lot to say, and this is why this episode is titled, How in the Hell? Okay, we must start with one of the uh, most exciting games of Week 6, the Titans-Texans. The Titans got an overtime win over the Texans. It was big time thrill because I, I, I was watching this game and I, I was I was like, how does Deshaun Watson do this? Like, how is it this team is close? And Derrick Henry really just took over the game. The 94-yard touchdown run was crazy. It don't even look like he runs fast. Like, it's like he just runs and he is fast. You know, I just look at him as a big guy, and but he can run. And, you, you know, it just, it confuses me every time I watch him. But it seems like every year he gives us, he gives us this 90-plus yard touchdown run. And we know what he's capable of. And he works hard every day, and it seems like he gets better every game and every year. And he weighs 247 pounds, which is why it looks like he can't run. But he can run. Now, I am still... They're 5-0. and And we're, they're still going to have that undefeated matchup. Titans, Pittsburgh. I mean, that's a game we can't wait to look at. All football fans. I know I can't wait. As I will be doing... Some, I believe I'm doing cake testing this Sunday. I have to verify with my fiance. And it's going to be early, so don't worry. Make sure that I can watch the 1 o'clock games um, in the NFL, especially week 7, a big week. And this team's 5-0. and They scored 31 points four times. They got the undefeated Steelers. I don't know if they're ready for them, but I know the Steelers will be... Game planning for Mr. Henry. But we go we get more in depth later in the episode here. But Tannehill, he's done his due. He's doing a good job. I give him credit. But I still do not trust him. I don't. But the Titans are exciting. You 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 fans over there in Tennessee, y'all have a lot be excited for this team because they're going to be a playoff team. That ain't the thing. Thing is, can they get over that hump? 
Can they beat the elite teams? They were close to beating the Chiefs. They let them come back. It was tough. They got the Steelers, who dominated against the Browns. You know, everybody wanted to toot Cleveland Browns horn, but I told you guys they're the third best team in that division. And the Steelers is number one to me. I mean, they're at top of the division. They're 5-0 and for the first time since 78. There is a downside to this, though, because it seems like Devin Bush will be out for the season, torn ACL, or he could just, yeah, that sounds like out for the season, doesn't it? And that sucks. But the good thing is, they still got TJ Watt. That's the good thing. Cleveland was 1 for 12 on third down, 0 for 3 on fourth. The Steelers really revamped that defense, like I said last week. And I think the Steelers, they have the playmakers. Claypool got a touchdown yet again. And right now, it looks like the Steelers look unbeatable. To me, at least, they do. And the team of uh, the Steelers... For them not to go five and zero this long, it's it's so weird because of the history. Now Baltimore is five and one. I talked about this because I I think they can beat the Ravens easily. They're gonna get the Ravens on the first of the month. Previewing that game next episode. The 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 twenty fifth. They get the Titans, they get the Ravens. After that, then they get the Cowboys. All on the road. The Steelers is one of the most complete teams to me. Do I think Tennessee is a complete team? They're very good offensively. Didn't expect it. They they improved offensively, but uh, digressed in the on the defensive side of things. How do I feel about Baltimore? Baltimore's the best defense in the league. I know they allowed a lot of points from Philly yesterday in an effort of coming back. But their offense has took a slide. I mean, is the offense still good for Baltimore? Yes. And then you talk about Cleveland. They allow a lot of points. They've done that. So far this year, their offense have took a step up. Their defense took a step down. I know we all want to blame Mr. Baker Mayfield, who did do bad, but it's not like the defense played better. They started doing better as the latter part of the game was going on. I, I I really think the Steelers is the most complete team in that division. And it could be in the, in the whole AFC. And I think Kansas City City will follow suit. Now, Tennessee side, you got to worry about the Colts, but I don't trust the, uh, the offensive ability of the Colts, but I like the defensive side of the ball for Indy. I, I just don't think there's a team that stands out but the Steelers. 
and they're five and zero for a reason. And they could possibly win the division. You play Baltimore. You you got to make sure you don't make no mistakes. You're in Baltimore. And if you continue to play this type of football, you possibly can go fourteen and two, thirteen and three, fifteen and one, maybe even sixteen and zero. This is a very complete team. Can't argue it. And it was an easy, easy pick though on picking the Steelers because Ben Roethlisberger just feast on the Browns. So if the Browns are in a must win on January 3rd, then, hey, Pittsburgh going to rest Ben Roethlisberger, rest maybe Claypool, Juju, whatever they got to do. Because I can see them as the number one seed. They, they can lose a game. So, I mean, if they can sweep Baltimore, then, yeah, I think people are going to jump on that bandwagon. And I've been talking to you guys about this team for a while. And I know there's some people that listen in that's looking at the Steelers like, oh, you know what? They might be for real. I didn't know they had a defense like this. They've been working on the defense. That's what I was telling people last season. They're working on this defense. And they're only going to get better as a team. Now that they got them two knuckleheads out of there. The Patriots, though. What is wrong with the Patriots? I know the injuries. I know the COVID-19 precautions. Yeah. They did missing practice. They didn't look good. And give credit to Denver because Denver's a good defense. I had their defense in fantasy for the last, uh, for both of my leagues this year. And I, I took them out to get the Dolphins defense, which it was a good thing. You know, it's not like the Broncos are bad on defense. They just don't have Von Miller this year. And that's why I chose them. I said they're still a good defense, but I needed a different approach. That's all. They're good defense. The first time, this is the first time the Patriots have been below 500 this late in the season in 18 years. It is too soon to count them out. They had chances to win. There's two games this this season that they should have won, and they didn't. The Broncos was one of the games. So I'm trying to figure out how in the hell is the Patriots going to win the division and the Bills are right around the corner. Uh, they're they're just they're just way ahead of them because they got the Bills on the first. That's the big game, a huge game. Because the 49ers, they're going to be tough. But let's remember that this is still a, a capable defense in New England. They're they're. They don't. They're not producing the same numbers defensively as they were last year. But you still have to respect this defense. You do. And I think they're still good enough to have a playoff spot to even win a division. Because you're now you're gonna have to hope the Bills don't win, and I don't think they're gonna win tonight. You're going to have to hope that they don't win. Well, the afternoon. 
And then they turn around and they get the Jets. Yeah, that's an easy win. But then when they play you, New England, you, you got a lot to look forward to. And the Bills schedule don't get easier after that. It's really tougher. I mean, they get Denver at the end of the year. And we don't know what Dolphins team we're going to see. Dolphins played them tough. Dolphins could be in a must win. They're going to play their hearts out. Are the Vikings really this bad? They're 1-5. 17-point loss at home. They don't win at home no more, which is crazy. And they lost to the Falcons. The Falcons was the underdog pick for me because I say when teams get new coaches, they either win the game or cover. The spread was four and a half, and I said, well, that's too big, and the Vikings aren't playing that good. And let alone the Falcons came away with the win. Because I, I told everybody, I was telling everybody that night, Saturday night, going into Sunday morning, yeah, the, the, the Falcons, everybody looked at me crazy and I said, what? The Falcons are bad. I said, the Falcons have been good enough to win some games. Let's not act like they just, you know, didn't have a chance to win games. They've been letting teams come back. That defense has been bad. All they need is a new coach. They got rid of them and boom, what happened? Now, granted, it is Kirk Cousins and he's terrible. The Vikings were behind 23-zip at one point in the game. Kirk Cousins did throw in three interceptions. I want people to look at the stat line. Oh, man, he had a good game. Ten interceptions on the year. I think that is the most in the league. And I think uh, um, Carson Wentz has the second most. Maybe Minshew, whatever. And... He, if he's still on the roster by the uh, by March, his thirty-five uh, million dollar base salary for twenty twenty-two is fully guaranteed. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I think they, if they're gonna be bad and they have a chance to um, get one of the quarterbacks, then I think, um, yeah, he ain't gonna get that money. That $35 million guaranteed money. And I said it. They overpaid for him. He's not going to succeed. He's not. And it's sad because they should be winning this division. Really should be. That was my pick to win the division. I, I don't even know if I can see Green Bay. I'll get to Green Bay in a minute. I want to talk the Dolphins. How about the Dolphins? I know they I know they beat the Jets. It's the Jets. But they are three and three right now. Their their losses came against Patriots, Bills, and Seahawks, so it's not like they're moving in the wrong direction. These are three playoff teams. Well, we don't know Patriots yet. And we do know that they have another matchup with the Patriots and the Bills. And they could pretty much go one and one against those division foes this year. But remember last year, well, I, I wasn't on a show then, but I was like, this is the worst team ever. 0-7, they, they had their tankathon going on, whatever you want to call it, and now you look at them, they're actually playing some good football. 
and I, I love what I see now. They took care of the teams they're supposed to be beating, but they look pretty good. You have to give them credit. They're in the top half of the offense and the top half of the defense. This is the third best defense in the league. And a lot of people don't know that. They are the third best defense in the league. They beat the 49ers. That's a huge win. A 49er team that ain't going nowhere, it seems like. But they have a bye week. They get ready for the Rams. And <laughs> I would give the Dolphins a chance to win that game, too. Now, I ain't too fond of the Rams, either. If Jared Goff can play like that, don't like to play calling. There's a lot of teams play callings I don't like. Now I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the hell I'll be seeing on TV. And it's like, yeah, you beat Jags, beat 49ers and Jets. Jags are bad. 49ers, are, they were just in the Super Bowl. So then you blew them out. Your worst loss came uh, week one. And that was to New England. So, you should be encouraged if you're the Dolphins. Brian Flores is doing a very good job for this team. Uh, I know it, it was it was tough last year. Remember, they were 0-7. Next thing you know, they go 5-4. and four. But last year, they, they were the worst defense. And this year, they're the third best defense. So, credit to Miami. I don't know if it's because it's a little bit of Miami vice going on here with the, the Heat making the finals or whatever, but, hey, it's working. So, when you go back to what's going on this year, and I heard something really interesting. Um, coming into week six, there has been a comeback by a team who's been down 17 points in every, at least one game every week. And it has happened already with the Colts. You know, I said Colts could be that game because I heard that stat before all the game started. And I was like, dang, the Colts down 21 zip. But then I was like, maybe they can be the team to come back. And they did. And each of the first six weeks of the season now, it has happened. First time that's happened in NFL history. So maybe there's some magic that can happen next week. I don't know. Maybe you choose the wrong team at first, and then next thing you know, your team come back. Because I did pick the coach to just win straight up. But unfortunately, Carolina didn't do it. Just I'm, I'm putting that notion in y'all ear. So then y'all would know that some leads ain't safe. And if y'all pick a team that just gets off to a bad start, boom. They come back. They take the lead. Good things happen. And then we go back to the Texans. And, and you know, I just thought about it. Romeo Cornell made a curious decision to go for two. After the touchdown, I just thought about that. And it had them, they was already up by seven after the touchdown. Now, if he kicked the extra point, then they're up eight. You're putting Tennessee in, in a way where, okay, we got to go for two to win this game. 
And I'm trying to figure this one out. Because I'm all for Romeo Cornell. But this is why he don't have a head coaching job. You making decisions like that? Come on now. Yeah, you're not going to be coaching no more. Because you possibly could win this. Possibly could have won this game. Now, if he made the two, I'm still going to question him. I'm going to say that's a gutsy call because it still is a gutsy call. But why go for two? You you take the one. Like, I know Texas radio, Houston radio is, is, is livid right now. Because you got to deal with the Astros. Who, boy. I'll get to them in a minute, too. And, and, and then you got to deal with this team. Oh, Houston radio. Jeez. I, ooh, I don't want me down there. You do not want me down there. I cuss out every Houston rocket, every Astro, every Texan. You don't want me to talk Texans for four hours or however long I have to be on the radio. Anyway. Let's get on to that that game. Y'all knew I was getting Green Bay and Tampa Bay, right? The the matchup of the Bays. Oh, it was looking good at first. I was like, oh, Green Bay plus five. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll I'll tease it. Plus five. Here we go. It's no way. And then Aaron Rodgers looks bad after the first quarter. Don't know what happened. It was like Somebody called him to the tunnel and said, okay, look, you're going to throw a pick six. You're going to throw another interception, which is basically a pick six. How in the hell, Aaron Rodgers, did you have this tremendous start? And then here you go. You look like the Aaron Rodgers of last year, and that's what scares me. That scared me coming into this season, and now I have every right to be terrified. This offense isn't that good to me. Yes, you got Devontae Adams. Good to see him back, but he might not be all 100% healthy. You got Aaron Jones. All you got to do is game plan for him. You have nobody on the other side of Devontae Adams. You telling me Valdez Scantlin ain't getting nothing going yet? He's supposed to be in the second coming, and guess what? He ain't doing nothing. The play calling sucks for Green Bay. I don't like it. I don't like this check down theory. I hate it for Tampa Bay. That's why I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be nothing. I hate it. You have two guys that go deep on Tampa Bay, and you telling me you don't want to just throw long shots? Mike Evans is good. What's up with these, you know, short routes and, and stuff and these tight throws and all of that? And your tight ends suck. Gronk is not the same. You don't have OJ this year. Cameron Braid is non-existent. Uh, this is This is not right to me. Now, on Tampa Bay's side, because you throw in they, they're probably one of the most complete teams in the NFC, sure, why not? Because it ain't Seattle. They don't play defense. They have the best offense. And it ain't Green Bay because they can't play defense. They can play offense. And then you look at Chicago. The defense is carrying them. I mean, Tampa Bay could make the Super Bowl by default. There's no dominant team in this in this conference. Like, I mean, can we be serious for a minute? Tampa Bay might be the best team in the NFC, and 
I don't even think that's a good thing. I don't even think they're good. The AFC got all the firepower. I tell you that. So whoever represents the AFC, that's my pick automatically. First Sunday in February, whatever that is, just know I'm taking the AFC side. I don't care what anybody on the NFC does. But right now, hey, give it to Tampa Bay. Why not? Why not? That That's just me. I, I, y'all got it here. Y'all heard it here. It's going to be Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to play somebody. I don't know if it's going to be that preview when we see the Chiefs play Tampa Bay or whatever. Um, I don't know. But right now, I'm, I'm just going to go Steelers and Bucks. I think the Steelers are the most complete team in the AFC. The Bucks the most complete the most complete team in the NFC. Pretty much. They're the most dominant team. Yeah, Seahawks may be 5-0, but they're not going to be the best team in the NFC. I mean, their record would probably indicate it, but yeah, sorry. I don't even know how to feel about the Lions. They, they're going to have a tough game. They're going to have their hands full with Atlanta. But how in the hell did they blow Jacksonville? I mean, they're supposed to, but how how did it happen? Play calling from Jacksonville is terrible. What is this? Would y'all, would y'all let Gardner Minshew throw? Like, what is these check downs? What is this? Now, Keelan Cole had a 51-yard uh, yard catch or whatever. You got to let these guys fly. What is going on? I mean, did Detroit just play excellent defense like that or something? I don't know. They must have. Trey Flowers got a sack. Can't believe it. Force fumble. What is going on? I don't know. But I'll tell you this. I like to see Jeff Okuda get some tackles, though. I like that. I love a corner that can tackle. Everybody would want to be all upset. But I just don't like I don't like the, 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 the play calling for the Lions either. Like Matt Stafford, you were doing bad. And the good thing is you got DeAndre Swift out there. That's what you needed. You need him out there. You draft him for that moment. If I'm the Lions, I'm trading Carry on Johnson for some picks. Get some more picks, Lions. You gotta do something. I mean, unless you wanna keep him because you think Adrian Peterson gonna get hurt. I don't know what the Lions direction is, but I, I'm 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 gonna tell you this. I, I I'm excited for the Lions because everybody was so quick to get rid of them. I said not yet. Let's wait. They're gonna win games. They're gonna be Jacksonville. Now if they got destroyed by Jacksonville, he should have been fired before I did this episode. You got Atlanta. You got Indy. I don't know what we're gonna see from Atlanta after that game. I don't know. But they were all over the place. i tell you that. 40 points. They're going to score. Because Lions and Falcons game go over? Possibly. I think the over is at 56 and a half. Hmm. Sure. Take it. Julio and Calvin really got to not play for me to even take the Lions to win the game. Or to cover. Because I don't know what I'm going to see. 
Can't believe the Giants won their first game. Gosh, can can we get my guy back out there? Can we get Dwayne Haskins back out there? How in the hell is it that we still got Kyle Allen out there? Just throwing all over the place. Hey, guess what? When when Dwayne Haskins out there, McLaurin will get you 150 yards. Guess what? You need him back out there. Y'all just going to give the Cowboys this division now. Washington had a chance. Remember I said that last week. Can't, I can't even believe the Eagles was even on a comeback. Almost just... I'm not even a fan of the Ravens no more. I love what they're doing defensively. But it's just a different Lamar Jackson. It's just weird. I'm glad to see him running the ball. And I hope Mark Ingram is okay. But this is a, a, a Ravens team that I think, okay, he needs some more weapons on the offensive side. Because until then, they're not going to win a, a, a Super Bowl at all. Now, if granted, if they do... If they do go to the Super Bowl, will I pick them? Uh, I know I said AFC side. I don't think I picked the team if they're playing Tampa Bay. I don't. I don't think I can go with that. I can see the Steelers beating Tampa Bay. You know. I just don't know if Lamar because Lamar they're gonna they're going to force Lamar Jackson to throw the ball, and Tampa Bay defense is actually decent, very good. I should say. And I didn't care for that Sunday night football game at all last night. Rams 49ers. Both play callings was terrible. I hate the way 49ers play offense. But, hey, they have the guys. You, you can't be upset with the way they play because of the talent they have. But they ain't going to win you nothing. It's not. They need some more weapons on offense. The defense is going to carry them. I mean, George Kittle is tremendous. I mean, they just kept giving the ball to Debo, and you got to hope most start stays healthy. Because I'm going to tell you this right now, I might take San Fran over the Patriots. But we'll get into that later. Should we give the Dodgers the Rust Series championship now or no? Dodgers and Rays have the... Matchup in real series starting tomorrow, which I didn't know it was going to be starting that soon, but hey, I can't wait. The only game that's going to be on tomorrow and pretty much this whole week until we get to Saturday and Sunday. Now, I am a new Braves fan, and it seems like they just can't get over the hump. Maybe next year, Braves, because you have the team. You got off to a great start. You had the first two guys on. You score both of them thanks to Marcelo Zuna. Well, you didn't score both of them. You only scored Acuna. You had the first two guys on that took walks. Wasn't a good start for Dustin May. And we could have took advantage of it, but we only got one run out of it. And then Desmond Swanson got a home run, so they made it to zip. We loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the lead, top of the fourth. What Dave Roberts did yesterday, last night, once we saw the lefty A.J. Mentor in, he said, oh, Kike, come on, Kike Hernandez, come on, uh, hit this, just hit the ball. Do what you do. 
and he gets a pinch hit home run. Coming in for Jock Peterson. And then we go to the bottom of the seventh, Cody Bellinger's home run. Did I think the game was over? Yes, because Julio Urias was out there and he wasn't going nowhere. And it was a good call. Urias did not get a strikeout yesterday. But he pitched effectively, and that's what you need. Ground balls. Pop-ups. Fly balls. That's what you needed. And that's what he can do. And with Dave Roberts, this is the best I've ever seen him do in the playoffs. He's so sick of being so bad in the playoffs. And he actually did a good job, especially in a game seven. Especially when it's a tie game. You're like A.J. Mentors in. I'm not going to keep Jock Peterson out there. He doesn't have good numbers against lefties. I'm going to bring in Kike, who has good numbers against both hands, lefties and righties. And, hey, you got a big advantage because you're a right-hand batter against a left-hand pitcher. Yeah. Good job, Dodgers. You deserved it. You better win this time. But this is what you got to go up against. The Tampa Bay Rays haven't been there since, I believe, 08. And I really thought the Astros was going to win. I said, oh, you let the, with the game seven. Let the Astros get there. But all you needed to do was get the head start that you needed. And if you're the Astros, you should be upset because you know Pete Fairbanks is going to throw 100-mile-per-hour fastballs. That is his strikeout pitch. So locate it and hit it. But guess what, Astros? You are a swing-and-miss team. Because uh, Bregman, that was a terrible swing when he threw a strike up and away. Come on. Now, I know he's throwing a fastball. Be there. Be ready for it. Lance McCullers. Ugh. Why is he in this spot? Because JD's hurt? Yeah. Whatever. You got to do better than that, Dusty Baker. I've had my issues with Dusty Baker before. I didn't want to have to bring him up ever again. But he did get them this far. Gotta give him credit. I have had issues with Dusty Baker. I have always cussed him out. Always. He only has one pennant. And I was in 02. Couldn't get it with that outstanding Nationals team. And guess what? They end up winning the, winning the whole damn thing. Always had an issue with Dusty Baker from my previous shows. Always. And it's still translating. He's cheering. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. When Carlos Correa gets some two runs in. They strand and run a double play after double play. They're just striking out. I mean, you had the chance in the eighth. The Houston Astros magic. You had it, but no. Brilliant, brilliant job by Kevin Cash. This is going to be the battle of managers, and Dave Roberts, you better come out on top or else your job is gone. It better be gone 
Because it seems like, hey, we get to the World Series every year, but we can't win it. Can you do what Tampa Bay did? Win it? Can you do what the Lakers done? These are all the favorites. Come on, Dodgers. You're the favorites. Win it. I think the Dodgers will win it all. Yes, I've, that was my pick going into the matchups. I picked the Yankees because I'm a Yankee lover. I was like, Yankees, Dodgers, and we got the Rays, the team that beat my Yankees. I am picking the Dodgers. How many games do I think is going to go? It's going to be tight. They're going to get day. They're going to get days off. Just so you know. I believe they get days off. Uh, yeah, game one's tomorrow. Game two is two. Uh, this Wednesday. Game three is on Thursday. Friday you get your game four. Game five will be Saturday. And then Sunday's the day off. Monday, game six. I mean, Tuesday is game six. Say Monday's the day off. Tuesday is game six. So pretty much all we got is Bears and Rams, Monday Night Football. That's all we got. Till we get some uh, college ball in the mix. Guess what? The real conference is back. The Big Ten football conference. Return Saturday, October 24th. If you are lost in the weeds, the Big Ten Conference, they have decided to open this football season this weekend. And that is great news, but of course, that the conference had postponed the season on August 11th because of the concerns of COVID. So there will be 14 schools playing an eight game and eight week schedule. Now, this week, we have Nebraska at Ohio State, Michigan at Minnesota, which should be a good game, Penn State at Indiana, Iowa-Purdue, Illinois at Wisconsin, Rutgers at MSU, Maryland at Northwestern. The Big Ten championship game is also played in Indianapolis December 19th, which is the East Versus the West Division champion. That's how that will go. Now, if you want to know the spread of this week one, Wisconsin's a 23.5 point favorite versus Illinois. Ohio State a 23 point favorite against Nebraska. Iowa's only a 2 point favorite. Penn State only at 8 point favorite at Indiana. Michigan, 2 point favorites at Minnesota. Rutgers, is a 16-point underdog at Michigan State. Well-deserved. Rutgers is terrible. Maryland at Northwestern. Northwestern's an eight-point favorite. Now, of course, you know who's the favorite to win the Big Ten championship. It is. It feels like it'll always be my Buckeyes. And they're the favorite to win his fifth straight Big Ten Conference Championship. Um, and I don't think anybody's going to stop my team. They do have Justin Fields. He is back under center. This is the last year. We'll probably have him. And we did add Trey Sermon to the offensive mix. He is the graduate transfer from Oklahoma. 
And that's what uh, the Big Ten don't want because, uh, yeah, Trey Sermon's good. You guys will see him on Saturday afternoon, 12 o'clock. I can't wait to watch. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I don't know what I'm going to be eating, but I'm going to be watching the game. That's what I know I'm going to be doing. But what am I going to be eating? But uh, the, uh, my team won't get its usual three to four weeks to knock off the rust against some cupcake opponents. Now, that's what we do. Now, we do face Nebraska, but we got a road game at Penn State. We know it's tough, but we will be uh, possibly double-digit favorites in five of maybe six games, and we don't know what Michigan, what we got to deal with with Michigan, which is the December 12th game uh, there in Ohio State. Now, our schedule goes... Nebraska at Penn State versus Rutgers at Maryland versus Indiana at Illinois at MSU versus Michigan. Now, the Michigan game is always the one we want to look at. Because everybody feels like Michigan can beat us. That ain't the case. Here also are the Big Ten Championship game odds. Of course, I said Ohio State's the favorite. Wisconsin's the second favorite. Then it's Penn State. Then it's Michigan, Minnesota, with plus 2,000 odds. Iowa, plus 2,500. Nebraska, plus 5,000. You got Purdue, plus 10,000. Indiana, plus 15,000. Same with MSU. Maryland, 30,000. Northwest, 30,000. Illinois is 40,000. As you can see, I don't believe I've seen Rutgers on this list. They're probably plus 100,000. I'm sure somebody puts $1 on them just every year. Until this actually happens. Now, I like to do long shots here. And I like to do it for Big Ten. I do it every year. And if you're looking for a long shot, I'd say Penn State. You know, that, you know, it depends on how they do against Ohio State. Like, you put Penn State, you're like, okay, I want to put a bet in Penn State. Give them a chance. Because pretty much, I think all they would have to do is beat Ohio State. And if that can happen, then why not? They're, they're always on the side of my team. They have a road test on, on the, uh, the Thanksgiving Day weekend games. Uh, that's pretty much the only two tough games. You're at home against my team. You beat us. Then you just got to go to Michigan, show that you're for real, and you have a chance to win it. So I'm making the case here. I'm just trying to make a case. On Halloween and then Thanksgiving. They got the two holiday games. Gets the two toughest teams in the big team. I know Michigan fans will be listening in. So, yeah, let's try to make a case for Michigan. They have to try to knock out the defending champs in their building in late November. You know, Penn State won that one side. Uh, the Wolverines, they might lead that all-time series against uh, 
my team, but uh, the my team has won the last eight meetings, and it's getting it's getting old. They haven't won a game, uh, won this rivalry since 2011. They haven't won in Columbus since 2000. That fact alone makes them an unlikely championship contender because they do come to Columbus, and that's tough. You know, but they got Michigan State too. I don't know what Michigan State team we're going to see, but it seems like Michigan State always whips on them. And then Penn State, and you got Wisconsin. So you do have a very tough um, out here. And then you let's just look at Wisconsin for a minute. I mean, I said they were the second best team, second best odds. You know, I think Penn State is the second best team, but second best odds go to Wisconsin. They did uh, lose Jonathan Taylor, who's with the Colts. We know that. Uh, but they always get better. They reload every time they lose somebody. They always have a, a run game. They always have an O-line. That's, that's just how they, they roll. And they have a very easy... Look, look at the schedule here. They can, they can win out. They can just run this table. Illinois, Nebraska, Purdue, at Michigan to be tough. Uh, at Northwestern versus Minnesota versus Indiana at Iowa. I mean, Wisconsin can run the table. And they will possibly just play Ohio State or Penn State if it comes down to that. So, that's what I'm saying. Those are my uh, long shots from the Big Ten. And also, of course, I'm just going to always pick Ohio State because that's just my team. So, you know, I'm just saying. We'll see how everything uh, goes. I don't want to get into like over unders and wins and da 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 da. I'm not. I'm not doing that. That's not going to happen. But I wanted to fill you in on that. I did, and, and because I don't do so much um, college, I go. I'm going to tell you Alabama. That is just. That's all I gotta say. Because what they did to Georgia was amazing. That's all I'm going to say to that. This is a slow sports week because of the COVID. And NBA would most likely have been starting tomorrow. And we could have been getting ready for the NBA season, all this good stuff. But we do know free agency will be happening soon. I believe it's happening the beginning of November. Um, So we can all be on the lookout for where other guys are going. KCP, Rondo, and whoever else. There'll be guys that I'll be like, oh, I didn't even know he was going to be leaving or going to another team. They got this guy. This team got this guy. So just, just keep your eyes and ears open for the free agency. And, of course, you know the NBA draft is next month. Um... And we'll figure out what's going on with a season probably by next month. We'll see how everything is going with COVID. But we must preview week seven in this segment. And by the way, there's two games on today. Starting with Kansas City and Buffalo. Kansas City's a five-point favorite. I've gotten it in at as five points and... 
Um, I don't know if, uh, I don't think this team can, and I'm talking about the Bills. I'm still not a believer of the Bills because Josh Allen does some things. But I want to see what Kansas City defense does in this game because Josh Allen is capable of throwing a lot of passing yards. And this is where, okay, Kansas City defense might just step up, you know, so. We can we can look at that there, see how they will do going forward. Uh, but um, I do like um, Kansas City win the game. You know, people feel like Buffalo will keep it close. I don't know. That that's a tough call for me. Uh, the, the five points I hate five point spreads. Usually you take the underdog in that situation. I, I would tease it. Yeah, I would like to, like to throw a teaser. I, I had a, a four-game teaser for this. I like Buffalo to, to cover 11. Uh, I like the over, so it'd be 49 and a half over. I think that can happen. And we can get uh, the Cowboys plus, uh, we have them plus five. I feel like they can win this game. Kyler Murray's 2-0, though. He is 2-0 against this, so why not just choose Arizona plus seven? And we have the over as well in that. I mean, we could just do that. I'm thinking this could be the the thing, but then it's like, dang, or do I just want to just take no teaser and you get more money? Both games go over. You like both underdogs. That could work. Hmm, we'll see. Don't, don't call me on it. Y'all put it in. But I ain't too sure on it. Now, I can find a prop bet for you. I think that's what I'm going to do, and I will post it on the IG page today and Twitter. Now, Thursday night football, Giants and Eagles. The Eagles are six-point favorites. This This is killing me here because the Giants' defense is actually pretty decent. That's one of those games you could be like, I'll tease it, give me six points. To make it, you know, under 51, I can see that happening because I don't trust the Giants to score. And if the Eagles do just blow them out, then they blow them out. But I'd, I would have to think about that on that day. The Browns and the Bengals, I don't know what Browns team we're going to see. Cincy could be that team that's like, okay, we can compete with this Cleveland team, Joe Burrow. Oh, you're so close to beating Phillip Rivers. And you still got to love Joe Burrow. Got to see what's going on with Joe Mixon. But I think I'll just take Cincinnati to cover. The Cowboys and the Washington football team. I am taking the Cowboys. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. They're three-point favorites. As long as Kyle Allen's their quarterback, I don't see anything happening here. I could tease that over, too, where it would be at 42 because ain't like Cowboys defense is that good. They had to show me tonight that that defense is good. Lions and Falcons, that's a tough game. Falcons, three-point favorites. You don't know what you're going to see in this game. And like I said, the over is 56 and a half. So that's a good teaser over 50 and a half because the Falcons are going to score. But see, my only issue is can the Lions score? And I feel like they could because they always get off to good starts. And the Lions, you're going to have hands full of Julio and Calvin Ridley. 
And it ain't like Ty Gurley is playing like a punt. He's actually playing good. Carolina, my big disappointment team. Teddy Bridgewater not throwing a touchdown. But this is a homecoming for him because he played with the Saints. He's back here. This should be a good game. This is a game where, okay, I think Carolina can play tough. I think seven and a half is a lot of points. I am not a firm believer of the Saints. And it's not like the, the Carolina Panthers can score, score. But they do have weapons in DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson is doing something no one has done on this Carolina team as a receiver. And that is just go for a lot of yards this far into the season. Bills and Jets, we can just say the Bills will win. You can tease that. Do what you got to do with the Bills. That's the easiest one to me because the Jets just sucks. Green Bay and Houston, this is a tough one. Three and a half point favorites uh, for Green Bay. And I must say, Green Bay, you didn't look good. Houston just came off that tough loss. That's a good bet. Take Houston three and a half. You can tease that too. Man, this could be a good tease week for me. I was so close last week. And one o'clock games could be what you need. Seattle and Arizona. I want to see how Arizona play today. If they still look bad, but then I will just say Seattle because Arizona, you got to show me some offense. You torch this Dallas Cowboys defense, then you know what? Arizona, I would take you plus three. But because I haven't seen the game, I'm taking Seattle minus three, and I don't trust this offense. I don't even like their play calling. I don't know what to do in that game, but I will take Seattle. 49ers and Patriots. Patriots three-point favorites against the San Fran team. If Mostard is healthy, I'm taking San Fran. I would tease that game as well because New England can't stop the run. We have seen that all this year, and that is an issue. They have to stop the run. Kansas City and Denver. This is a big game here because just say if Kansas City lose, hey, Denver, you got a chance to win this game. You make this division even more interesting than what it is. But, no, Kansas City, too much offense. Yeah, Denver's not going to be able to score. They will play defense, which is why that over-under is at 49-and-a-half. So you kind of would figure, okay, maybe we can tease that under 55-and-a-half. Tampa Bay uh, and Vegas. Tampa Bay is a three-point favorite against Vegas. I'm ready to just watch this game. This should be a good game, um, a solid game to watch. Sunday night football. Taking it into the next episode of this show in Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Didn't mention it. It was a 1 o'clock game. Don't have it in order here. I don't even know why. But Pittsburgh, a one-and-a-half point favorite. It will be jumping. But I'm telling you this, Pittsburgh, they have my pick. Until somebody show me that they can beat this team. Because this team is the most complete team in AFC to me. And I think they continue to win games. They're going to keep it up. They got to stop Derrick Henry. And I think they can do it. But it will be tough. Jacksonville against my Chargers. My Chargers are eight-point favorites. You just have to keep rolling with any team that's favored against this Jacksonville team. Because... Jacksonville, they can't score. Now, the under might be the play, though. 49, you won't even have to tease that because I don't see Gardner Minshew scoring, and I don't know what we're going to see 
um, from Justin Herbert. And the Monday night game, it is a five and a half point favorite now. It's, it's jumping. But if it stays at five and a half, I'm taking the Bears. I don't know why it's that high anyway. Because this is going to be a defensive showdown. This is also a game you can take under. This is going to be some good defense in this game. So those are my picks for that. I have the Dodgers winning the Real Series. This Real Series will not be over when we have the episode next week. So you will have my opinion on what I see from the um, from the Real Series. You will have that opinion. And then there's also... I want to break down college football um, as well because Michigan and Minnesota will be an epic game to watch. I'm telling you right now, this game is a 7:30 start, so this is what this is the game you want to watch. NC State, North Carolina, the ACC is getting a little tough this year. UNC, you guys disappointed me. Uh, what other games we got? Iowa State and Oklahoma State. That should be a good game. I think Oklahoma State can 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 come through in this game. It's no over-under. I don't see one yet. And let me see. Cincy and SMU play. SMU's the favorite. Cincy won the last time they played. This should be a good game. Cincy could be your, uh, your bet as far as tease bets. But we're going to need a lot of tease bets for the 12 o'clock games. Big time. I think, I, I think I'm going to tease Ohio State. I think they win by three touchdowns. So you tease that, you're good to go. And we'll, we'll keep keep you updated on picks. You make sure you follow the Instagram page, Express Yourself Podcast. Um, Twitter is Xpress, P-R-E-S-S, Yo-Y-O, Self, S-E-L-F. Those are the original tweets of where the picks will come from. And I just hope you guys enjoy your week. Enjoy this episode. I hope you guys did. Subscribe if you have not. Enjoy your weekend as well. Football. Go to Motor City. Put your bets in. There's some college football. One game on Thursday. Four on Friday. Want to add some games to your repertoire. Seen a lot of people there yesterday. See what we'll see today. Go to your kiosk and put your bet in. If you need some help, you there is always the podcast. Pick you a couple of games that I pick. And there you go. You'll be good to go. You pick a couple of them. You pick the right two. You made yourself some good money. Be safe, everybody. And I'll be here next week. A very important day next Monday as well.